Hello and welcome to My Camino, the podcast. I'm Dan Mullins and it's great to be with you wherever you are around the world. This is a weekly podcast introducing you to people who have walked the Camino de Santiago, the way of St. James in northeastern Spain. Pilgrims have walked the journey for well over a thousand years. Each week, I'll profile someone from a different part of the world. This week, a Spanish touch. My guest is Jose Luis Pedraza, who has walked the Camino three times. We've actually decided this week to record the podcast in both English and in Spanish, so our Spanish friends can get a taste of what the podcast is all about. Jose Luis, welcome. Thank you very much. Yeah, You're a former musician. Uh, you're now living and working in Sydney. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. When did you walk your first Camino? Um, it was back to uh, 2000. Um, yeah, I was, uh, um, I was living in, the, in a bit of a border and uh, I had to uh, spend time to myself and thinking about, you know, well, what, what I was going to do in the future. And you've walked the way three times. Yep. Um, one was in 2000. Uh, I did it myself. Uh, the other one it was 2006. I did it with my dad. Oh, lovely. And uh, the, the last one was in 2009, again on, on my own. We'll talk about your journeys yeah. a little bit later, but I want to talk today about the Spanish heritage and significance of the Camino in Spanish culture. How famous would you say the Camino is in Spain? Well, actually, uh, uh, it's a very interesting question because uh, I think it started to, to, to get more and more uh, importance uh, since 1993. And uh, since then, you know, well, more pilgrims have, have been coming over to Spain. So, for example, I, I just checked some statistics and uh, in, in the last uh, Compostelan year, so there were around 250,000 pilgrims. And uh, I think now it's around 270,000. So it's, it's very... Is very important to to the Spanish culture and actually uh, uh, to tourist tourism as well. So, yeah. what, what was the significance of 1993? What changed? What um, happened there? There was uh, it was an, a Compostelan year that year, and actually uh, the government uh, put a lot of effort to actually promote again the Camino. There were a lot of um, uh, infrastructure uh, uh, improvements and actually uh, cleaning the routes. Um, uh, um, allowing the albergues to allocate more pilgrims, and actually, well, there was a, a huge marketing around, you know, El Camino, and that's to 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 call people to to do it. So I think it's yeah. I know that when I was I was walking yeah. the Camino, someone said to me, "Oh, this was an old schoolhouse." Yeah. Um, and the government paid to turn it into an albergue. So that's around the time, early 90s. Correct, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so w when you said it was a Compostela year, what does that mean? Well, actually, in, uh, in the Catholic um, uh, 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 belief, so um, every, it's every six years, so you have uh, the uh, forgiven, given by the Pope. Oh. And uh, if you go to these specific locations like uh, Vatican, or Santiago de Compostela, you get this forgiven straight from, from the Pope. And actually, this is what also has been calling the pilgrims. And that you can see that, you know, these Compostelan years, the, the increase of pilgrims is huge compared with the previous years. Okay, that's what they call holy years. Oh, the holy years. Yeah, right. yeah. Okay, so someone told me on my pilgrimage that for the Spanish, it's yeah. a rite of passage. Yeah. Yeah, well, actually, uh, it's... Um, um, 
it's a uh, well, it's a way to find yourself as well. You know, it's just uh, uh, originally was you know a Catholic or Christian uh, uh, way of, of of getting to a holy place, but now nowadays you know people is using it like, like a, you know trying to find your own uh, within your journey actually. Yeah, 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 and, and indeed. Mm-hmm. That was all of us yeah, yeah. <laughs> finding a little bit of ourselves. Yeah. And I have to say, I found the Spanish to be incredibly welcoming, that they were always willing to lend a hand. They opened their homes. They opened their hearts. Can you explain that? Can you explain why that is? Uh, well, I think it's just part of our culture. You know, we, we are very open and uh, we want we want to welcome everyone uh, uh, to our homes to, to show, you know, what we do. Um, and uh, in, in the Camino, actually, this is increased 100 times yeah. because you know what the people is suffering or what the people is going through. And yeah. that actually, uh, that, that is also will increase 100 times, as I said. Yeah. I was outside the, the, the city of Astoria, yeah. the town of Astoria, and walking down a very narrow uh, path, um, and I saw these flowers around this home surrounded by the most magnificent flowers. And as I looked at them, I thought, wow, that, that is really something. And I looked to my left and across the street, this little old lady. I mean, she was very old. Yeah. And she was standing there with a big smile on her face. And I said, aren't they beautiful? <laughs> she said, they're mine. <laughs> they're my flowers. I said, oh, well, they're, they're magnificent, you know. So... She hugged me. Oh, really? Gave me a big hug, you know. And I said, well, I, really, they are magnificent. And the pair of us both, we stood there just looking at them. And I said, really? They're magnificent. Yeah. You know, she hugged me again, you know. Oh, gracias, gracias, peregrino, gracias, peregrino. Thank you, pilgrim. Thank you, pilgrim. And on, on I walked with a big smile on my face, you know. <laughs> I think she was as welcome. Uh, she was welcoming me as much as I was welcoming her world. Yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah, and and, uh, and well, uh, as part of the Spanish culture, also we we, we have um, a lot of interaction. So we use a lot of our hands and actually hugs, and yeah. which actually in other cultures is is not very often, you know. Yeah. But it's it's part of the Mediterranean way of 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 communicating as yeah. well. You know, it's just uh, is we are using all our body to to communicate things. And uh, as I said so well, in the, during the Camino. So this is also increased hundred times from the pilgrim point of view, but also from the people who are hosting pilgrims or who are seeing pilgrims because they know what they're lo- uh, going through. And uh, yeah, yeah, it really is fantastic. If you're listening and you haven't gone and you're thinking about going, yeah. um, you will be hugged many times. <laughs> <laughs> I've mentioned on the podcast before the psychology of the Camino, the mystical, if you like, nature of the yeah. of the way. Yeah. Is that a view? Do the Spanish share that view? Yeah, yeah, and actually, um, it, it's quite interesting because in 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 the Camino, so you have different stages, and uh, what you could compare with your life as well, and uh, and uh, and also, well, um, it's also the Spanish the Spanish landscape as well. So you have very green and and, and hilly areas, very flat and very very. Uh, um, um, dry areas and uh, and again, so the life comes up again, you know, and uh, is is the uh, is also part of your life as well. So you know, you have uh, at the beginning, you know, well, you're full of energy, you want to do a lot of things, and then there's a moment that you know you start thinking about what are you gonna do in your life, 
and this is very flat, you don't know where to go. And again, when, when something comes up, you just start leaving again and then you know just ramping up to the to the end. So it's just yeah, I think it's this comparison with your with your own life as well. I indeed. And when you are walking, as I'm certain you felt also, Jose Lewis, you think, ah, this is a good day. I yeah. feel good today. Yeah. I feel other days not so good. Correct. <laughs> and some days you think, oh my heavens, will I ever get through this? Correct. Other days you think, oh, man, I'm cruising here. Yeah. It's really a metaphor for life. Correct. Isn't yeah. it? Yeah, that's the right. Yeah. And, 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 and you do it, your, uh, well, I, I, I've done it myself on my own and actually is the good thing about it, you know, because you are yourself with nature and with your own. And, and you know, a lot of thoughts, a lot of thinking, you stop wherever you go, do you want, and, uh, and you know, it's, it's what you said, you know, well, you kind of start one day very good, but then in the middle of the day, <coughs> you go down and uh, you don't know where to go, even, even you don't know whether, whether to continue. But, you know, well, you get the, uh, the, the, uh, the strength from I don't know where, and uh, you, know, con you continue because you have, you have your, 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 uh, your target. I, I met a, a <coughs> fellow who was 78, and he had walked it, mm -hmm. the, the Camino, many times, and he said to me, well, Dan, it's very much like life. Uh, we get up every day and we, we, yeah. we, it, it's up to you, he said. Yeah. You get up and soldier on yeah. or you get up and say it's too much for me. Correct. Yeah. But get up and get walking and, and, and away you go. Yeah. So the hospitality that I experienced and, and all the pilgrims experienced, which is one of the joys of the Camino, would you say that's that's a reflection of of the Spanish people as a whole? Would would we expect that across all of Spain? Yeah, well, I think I think it's uh, it's, it's part of our culture, as I said. So we, we are a very very open very open culture, and uh, we we welcome everyone, and it doesn't matter whether you are doing the Camino or you are going everywhere. So you will always find people that you know open your house, and uh, surprisingly, you know they give you food, they give you drinks. <laughs> So it's just uh, it's, it's part of, of, of the culture. And, and so my next question was, is it part of the culture? You've just answered that question. But let me take a step back then. Um, let me ask some very basic questions of a Spaniard. Yeah. Okay. Do you still have a siesta? Yes. And what, why? Well, it is, you know, in summertime and you've been there in summer, so the days are very long. Uh, our timing is, is different to, for example, here in Australia. So here in Australia, you start the day around 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. Mm -hmm. In Spain, always you start at 8. Uh, the days are very long. And actually, during this time frame from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m., the heat is very, very, very hot. And, uh, and actually, well, after lunch, your body actually is very, very low, and, and you, you need some time to relax. And, you know, that's the reason why you have the siesta. So you spend, you know, a couple of hours or maybe one hour sleeping, recovering, so you have the strength to continue the day. And yet, as opposed to Australian culture, um, what I found remarkable was that you, the Span Spanish don't go out mm -hmm. until 9 o'clock at night. Yeah. So they don't eat until very late. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's because of this shift in, in the time. And so, yeah. well, we wake up later... So we have the breakfast maybe around 11 or 10 or whatever. Then the lunch is always 2.30, 3. And then it goes, you know, until 4 maybe. Mm -hmm. uh, and then so, well, it comes the dinner, which is around, yeah, 9 or so when actually uh, 
either you, you have it at home or, or you go out with friends and uh, you, you have it outside. Uh, my friend Manuela, who, who, with whom I walked many days, uh, was a wonderful person from a Spanish uh, a primary school teacher. And one evening in Otobrero, I said, I'm going to, it was about seven o'clock, I'm going to have dinner with you. She said, I've only just had lunch. <laughs> and, and yet, uh, so even though the other uh, pilgrims, other than Spanish pilgrims are there, they, you know, what I'm saying is that if you are walking or thinking of walking, you can have your dinner at six o'clock if you yeah. want and go to bed at eight o'clock, but don't expect the Spaniards to be there with you because no. they will be eating and dining much later. Yeah. Um, so music is a big part of your life, yep. Jose Luis. Um, there's music everywhere on the Camino. It's wonderful, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's great. You know, during the day, uh, you you are working, uh, well, you are working on your own and uh, thinking, and then so but when when it comes to the albergue, you know, well, life comes back again, and uh, you know, interaction with the other pilgrims and a lot of you know, uh, 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 discussions and talkings and. Uh, and dancing and singing and uh, music, so it's, it's it's great, it's great. So and everyone wants to share their experiences and uh, you know different, you know the people express themselves differently. So it's and what, great. Yeah, it is great, and of course, a lot of the popular songs for the last fifty, sixty years, um, Beatles songs, Simon and Garfunkel, all the classic songs. Yeah. No matter what language you speak, you know the words to those songs, Beach Boys songs, Beatles songs. So, and while I was walking, I, I played many times uh, and everyone knew the words. Exactly. No matter what language they spoke, they knew those words. It's fantastic, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. That's right. So while it's, music is international, you know, everyone and you know speaks that language and uh, the only thing you need is a little guitar in, in one corner of the place and then so you will have a crowd around you singing and dancing so I, I think and everyone I think is in, in the spirit of sharing and this is actually the, the amazing thing about the Camino you know just everyone is in the same tune in this in this regard and yet that's can I ask you then that's not necessarily just on the Camino though is it the Spanish people that's very much part of your culture uh, that the, the sharing and the dancing and the singing and the and and yeah well let's face it the love of a good time yeah 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 yeah, yeah. well you know it's it's music, music and dancing is, is part of our culture as well. And, uh, and uh, we, we grow with music and uh, music is always around, around us. And uh, yeah, so it's, it's, it's part of our, our culture. Yeah. Uh, everywhere, everywhere you can. You can uh, I was in the, the, the little town of Saria. Yep. And I walked into an al uh, albergue. Mm -hmm. I should correct that. I checked into my albergue. <laughs> then I went down to the town square. Uh, to have a cup of coffee and there was a guitar on the wall and had written on it please play me and uh, I said Can, she, said, uh, she said please please gracias gracias and so I picked it up I started to play she said can uh, mm, yeah. uh, so a beer I said see, see. so she gave me a little beer you see so I started just to play and a person came and sat in front of me when my beer was finished, it's the vata. Yeah, see. I know. Yeah. And they came and they, they, they gave me a beer. They would buy me a beer. And I would just, I sat there. I played all night. Mm -hmm. All night. And at the end of the night, I think I said in my very first podcast, I went to pay my bill. The woman said, please, you're not playing anything. You're welcome here anytime. <laughs> and they danced and sang, played the drums. People came out of, of, the, of the buildings with tin whistles. People came with... with, with 
what we call here a cajon. I don't know what yeah. you call it there, a yeah. cajon, yeah. Um, and just to play music, just to celebrate. Correct. It was a Thursday night, nothing special, but people just came from everywhere to enjoy themselves. Correct. The Spanish, they love a good time, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and well, uh, as I said as well, so it's um, in, during, during, this, uh, during the Camino, so everyone is tuned. And, uh, well, during the day, well, you are doing something and with walking and on your own thoughts. And, but once you get into, into the um, albergue, so just you switch. Yeah. And it's, it's the sharing mode. You know, you want to share with the others what, what you have done or what your experience have been during the day. And, well, if you have one person playing guitar and uh, you play cajon and, uh, or play uh, um, triangle or whatever thing, so just or sing. So, well, you want to, to be part of that because it's, it's also sharing exercise. Yeah, that's right. And, and no matter where you go, it's, it's on. Yeah. <laughs> You'll find it. If you want to find that kind of uh, experience, no matter where you are, you will. So let's go back to the Camino and your journey, mm -hmm. you mentored me yeah. uh, in a way and you showed me the many journals that you wrote on your Caminos. Do you still read them? Do you still revisit your Camino? Yeah, I mean, every now and then. So when those, you know, you have always had these down days and, uh, and it's, it's good maybe to, to have a look at what has happened in the past and... Uh, and actually, well, revisit these these journals is uh, giving me also different perspectives, and yeah. So I, I tend to, and actually have my my own uh, binder with all all my journals, which I, I can I can I can actually revisit any time yeah. I want. Yeah. Did you walk alone? Yep. Yeah. So in the uh, uh, I did three times. So the second time I did it with my dad, but the other two I did it on my own. But as I told you at the beginning, so well, you start. The first day you start alone, but you know, well, it's the last day you you finish alone because after that, so you start meeting people during the day. So, well, yeah, you you work on your own, but then at the end of the day is when you interact with the others and you uh, you actually make good, very very good friends. You walked alone. If someone is listening now, thinking of doing it on their own, no matter where they're listening around the world, mm -hmm. would, could they would they be safe to walk alone? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, well, you remember it was also part of our our discussion at uh, some point. And uh, I understand that you know, well, in nowadays, you know, everyone is concerned about safety. But uh, yeah, it's it's very safe, and uh, it's it's a key, it's a key uh, uh, route in, in Spain. It's a it's a it's a, it's a key uh, thing in Spain. So, and uh, well, everyone is is worried about you know if something happens during the Camino, so it will the, the consequences that it will bring. But they is, they is, is safe, so you can you can walk everywhere, so you can leave your stuff. You, it's, it's, it's always someone that they will take care of that. So yeah, I know where one day I was walking, I had a little bit of water, mm -hmm. and when I looked at my my map, I realized I had quite a walk in front of me, maybe three hours, and I thought, hmm, I really should get some more water. Um, <coughs> And there was a little farmhouse there. I saw a little uh, a woman sitting out the front, and I said simply, "Aqua, grass." She see straight away. Take me into her home, and and filled my water. So if you're listening and you're wondering, should you you, you shouldn't hesitate to ask for help if, you, of course not, if yeah. you're on the Camino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people is willing to help. Um, uh, I think it's well. This is this is actually what I encourage 
if everyone is listening to, to and thinking about to do the Camino, it's just uh, get out of the way and try to, well, maybe if, if you have the need, so go to one of the farms and ask for help, and they will be more willing to help you. Cities, uh, well, not cities, but I mean, Leon is a city, yeah. uh, Astorga, certainly a big town. What about the people there in those towns? Do they welcome the pilgrims? Are they happy to have the pilgrims amongst them? Yeah, well, they, they used to see them in, in, those, in those towns or cities. They are used to see them. So, and, and again, so well, if you, if, you, if you are asking for help, they will help you. So for yeah. sure. Yeah, and uh, what I found, they're happy to help. They kind of like, en- <laughs> they enjoy it. Yeah. They enjoy helping you. Yeah, that's, that's such a beautiful thing. So I, I, every week I ask my guests a few questions about logistics, if you like. Yeah. Okay. Um, let me ask you, what could you have left behind? My boots. Your boots? My boots. My boots because uh, they, they uh, made me uh, uh, blisters. Actually, from the very first day I had. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you hadn't walked in them before? No, I had walked in them before, but not that much. Oh, yeah, 30 k's a day, right? Yeah, that's right. So <laughs> <laughs> shoes are very important, actually. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is the, very most, uh, the most important. So, And actually, I, I changed to, to sandals and they... They were lighter and better, you know, because, well, you know, in summertime it's, it's good because the air is coming through, at least for my feet. Um, so my boots and maybe a couple of trousers that I didn't use, a uh, couple of shirts that I didn't use, uh, and a lot of other stuff that, uh, well, you don't, you don't need really. So you don't need that much. Yeah. Interesting that you, <coughs> you say you wore sandals. So they were sandals that did up around your ankle. They yeah. weren't scuffs. Yeah, trekking, trekking sandals. Trekking sandals. Okay, so I want to ask you a question. D- don't you get stones inside them? Yeah, but, uh, well, you know, the sandals is good. So because, well, as, you know, in the way they get in, they get out or because they are open uh, okay. uh, under, the, under the sole. Okay, so, so you could walk 20-odd Ks a day in, sand, in those strap-up sandals? Trekking sandals, yeah. Right, okay. B- interesting, because I wouldn't have thought you could do as much walking in them as you could in a in an enclosed shoe or boot mm-hmm. but you're saying you could yeah yeah yeah. i mean for me it worked uh, did you wear socks with them yeah 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 i was working i was wearing socks okay yeah, so sure. socks and then the, the, the sandals. sandals yeah and i suppose it's it, it your, your toes are free your heel is free um the the sides of your 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 shoe your feet rather because that's often you can because you're sh- you're walking if you like your foot is rolling forward yeah your toes are spreading every time Correct. your foot rolls over and so it spreads and that's where you get that separation in the toes and that's where you get problems right and, and yeah exactly exactly and uh with the with the enclosed like boots so well because of my feet yeah. so well it's, it's sweating a lot and then yeah. so well in my case you know as i as i told you i got blisters from the beginning really so it's, it's very it's very hard okay but, that's you know, interesting it's, it's part of is part of the suffering. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you are. If you're listening and you're thinking about walking, let Jose Lewis do the suffering for you and learn a lesson from it. What do you wish you had taken with you? Stuff? No. Your walk? Your uh, stick? The stick. The stick. This is what I took for me because I made it, uh, I made it uh, in, during my first Camino, you know, in, in one of the stages and... Uh, it's been with me since since then, so I didn't. You know, people tend to throw it away, or you know, because it's it's, uh, it's a stick, but uh, it has a symbol. You know, well, it helped me 
it helped me with the to walk with it because of the blisters and then also it helped me with uh, some of um dogs that uh, attacked <laughs> me in the first <laughs> in the first camino <laughs> so it, it has a lot of significance good for, for walking good for dogs <laughs> so let's just explore that a little bit uh i didn't take a stick and i didn't take walking mm. poles yeah a lot of my fellow pilgrims did yeah uh so you took just the one yeah a wood timber yeah timber yeah yep. pine pine timber so yep. and did you pick it up in spain yeah, well, in one of the uh, one of the forests we were crossing, and uh, I, you know, I had difficulties of walking, and some of uh, of the pilgrims told me, you know, why don't you take uh, one one of the sticks? So just I was walking around, and uh, I saw one stick, and uh, yeah, made it up for me, and and since then, yeah. And what 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 well, what did you, what would you say are the benefits of walking with this with a stick? Well, it helps you to keep you the balance, yeah. and actually, well, as as you know, so there are flat flat stages, but also you have hilly, yes. downhill or uphill. So, oh, right. in those ones, also keep you to hold your uh, hold yourself and uh, with with the backpack and, and uh, all the all the weather you we are carrying. So, also, well, it's very it's very helpful. When you are walking uphill, yeah. I can imagine that it would be very handy. What I found. When I spoke to people, they said, "No, it's actually downhill that it's it's more beneficial and yeah. more helpful downhill." Yeah, that's right, because it gives you more support downhill. Would that be your experience? Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah, downhill actually. And as I said, because of the f- difficulty I had because of the blisters, so it's even even double, double the the effort. I mean, double the the uh, the, the benefit. Yeah, the benefit. Okay, I'm going to ask you a very, very difficult question. <laughs> your favorite moment on the Camino, of all your three Camino. Okay, um, it was the first, actually it was the first Camino, and uh, we went, uh, we were trying to get into this little town, and uh, the albergue was packed. There were no places in the, in the, in the little town to, to sleep. Uh, it was too late to, to uh, walk to the next village, so... We didn't know where to where to go. Actually, wh- I'm I'm talking about Imploro because actually there were uh, five more pilgrims like me. And uh, yeah, we walking around. We saw this farm. And uh, we talked to we talked to the farmer and say, look, we don't have any place to sleep, so would be possible for us to use some uh, space that we can actually sleep with. And uh, he offered he offered uh, uh, his uh, stable. So we were we slept in the, his stable. Actually, well, he prepared the dinner for us, and uh, and they spent the night in the stable. So the, the day after, so we woke up at six o'clock or whatever, and uh, we had also the breakfast with him, and uh, it was that was great, you know. How wonderful! Yeah, how wonderful! And th- honestly, the Spanish are just so accommodating in every way. Yeah. Uh, they really are. It's it's that's one of the great things about the Camino is yeah. the hospitality of the locals. It's just so beautiful and wonderful. Yeah. So how would you describe the Camino if someone was listening and they were considering walking the way? How would you describe it to them? Well, look, it's, um, if, if you want to, if you, if you have in this stage in your life that you, you want to do something else or, or you want to find time to yourself, I think it would be the great, the, the great thing to do because you have both. You will have time time to think time to look around uh, time to think again yeah time to look around again <laughs> uh, and 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 also uh, it will it will give you 
the opportunity to to just to spend the time on your own on yourself currently uh, the 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 the, the, um, the society is is driven us uh, to just be be thinking about many other things but ourselves you know we don't have time to ourselves and actually camino gives you that opportunity and and it's so valuable <laughs> so luxurious it is just so fantastic i say every week it's calling me back the camino you've been there three times mm -hmm. Is it? Are there more Caminos for Jose Luis? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure there will be. I've been thinking about it. Uh, I've been thinking about it since since we moved to to Australia, actually, and and even before. You know, I did it three times, but it has not been the last time I have done it. So, and I'm sure I will do it again. Well, you were very kind to me, my friend, and who knows? Maybe you and I will walk the Camino together, one day. Yeah. It would be a wild ride, I yeah. can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thank you for your time and sharing your experiences. Jose Luis Pedraza, a pilgrim of the Camino de Santiago. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. I'm Dan Mullins. Until next week, Juan Camino. Danza popular de Maragatería. Camino de Santiago con grande halago, mi peregrina la encontré yo en la oscura maraña de la montaña, mi peregrina se me perdió.